The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday, the... What is it? 27th of January, 2000... Oh my God, 13! This is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Dexa. And I'm Grail. Welcome to the new year! It is our first show of 2013. It yep. sure is. Amen, yeah, brother. First show in a while. We took a slightly extended hiatus this year. Lots going on. I was on. at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, for a small part of it, you were at the beach, yes? <laughs> yes. Sadly, you weren't vacationing or anything like that, but you did get to walk on the beach in the winter, but yep. in the tropics nonetheless. Oh, yeah. It was still nice and warm and happy. Definitely. Oh, wait. This has to be done. What? Let them wonder what it is? You kidding? <laughs> I just have two words for you. Beware alligators. Ah. Oh. Tell that little story real quick before we get going. Yeah, I like to go for walks. I was out for a long walk one night, and, uh, you know, it was like, I literally was out like an hour and a half. And I'm walking along, and it's this beautiful little park, and it's got this little man-made pond in it and everything, and I'm walking along. And all of a sudden, you know, I realized, oh, it's just kind of dark out here. The, the street lights are up there at the street, and I'm kind of walking along this little park. And then I see this big posted sign, and it says, Beware of Alligators. <laughs> Welcome to Florida. And I realized... I'm not in Arizona anymore. <laughs> nope. And this man-made pond here has alligators in it. <clears throat> nice. I bet it helped with your and, walking pace. And they <laughs> and they come up on the shore. And I very quickly went, as soon as there's actually a paved portion so I don't have to walk over the grass that I'll stumble and fall in and get 
munched yeah. by something, even if it's not an alligator. Nom, I'm nom, going nom, to nom. I'm going to get back up to the street and the street lights. And I, I preferred actually walking on the street with cars yeah. as yeah. opposed to Be- beware of alligator. Hit, yeah. Rather get hit by a car than eaten by an alligator. <laughs> alligators are at terrible drivers. They, at least so. they have an opportunity to get me to the hospital, not watch me be dragged back That's into right. the water. <laughs> so in case you had any doubt where we were in the show, tangents are kind of a big deal. So this is where we cover what the heck's been going on in the world, in the time since we were last on the air. We just have a particularly large amount of time to cover at this point. Yep. Yes. Um, so yes, as Iolite was indicating, uh, she's been off in the land of Florida. Yep. Land of alligators and dark pathways in the night. Uh, becoming uh, familiar with new employer and the new rules of the game and learning how to travel again. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Christmas was pretty much a, here's every travel accoutrement you're probably going to need, dear. Boom. <laughs> that was yeah, all of, all awesome. of my Christmas presents. I got like... off so light this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what to buy Amazon.com travel. Nice. <laughs> nice. And done. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so. at least you got you some practical stuff. Yeah. And it, and it like, made for big boxes around the tree. So the kids yeah. were like, oh. Like the box. New set of luggage looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've gotten that one Christmas. Yeah, Uh that's very impressive. Yes. (laughs) Now sneaking into the IRC Mm. late. Very late. I don't even think we should acknowledge. Seriously, Uh, I tell you, I got Uh. messages from him like, "When are you guys coming back?" And then he doesn't even show show up. up. Seriously, if you're joining us live and for the full experience. You should. In the Internet Relay Chat is our producer, nay IRC rep, the one and only Barry Vaughn. Awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you wish to bring things to our attention during the show, please pass through, through the um, enormous mental sieve that is Barry VA. <laughs> And he will bring them to our attention. Please do not PM the host directly during the show because we won't pay attention to you because that makes for dead air. Silence! And I'm not fond of the other ways of getting my attention. Peeing on me. No, I don't do that. Penis. (laughs) Yeah, we've talked about that already. That (laughs) certainly gets your attention. That's right. (laughs) And here's one that I'm sure will still wake you from a sound sleep in a cold sweat. Anyone who's played WoW for any duration of time, it's embedded in your psyche. If you played from level one, this sound. Ah, 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 ah. But anyway. Yeah, uh, Gnomewise is actually doing the free trial, and I was looking over his shoulder, uh, and I actually went and said, I think I'll probably log in and try the free trial myself. And then I realized that my phone's been rebooted, had its service transferred from its prior... Oh, service to another is. one, and that's where my authenticator was. Was, yep. Crap. Ooh. So I actually <laughs> have to get on the phone with Blizzard and do nice. the nine forms of investigation that they will do to remove the um, the issue. So the you authenticator. Have your blood sample ready then. Um, well, <laughs> I'm suspecting they're probably going to want a urine sample, and well, I had to do that for the recent employer, so I'm not actually that worried about that portion of it. Comes in six packs. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, no, yeah, maybe that's, blood. That's the there other might be blood. You know, that comes little, in little, six packs. Like I was, anyway. like I was oh. doing a, uh, 
diabetes test, you know, a uh, little, little, yeah. little finger. Little finger poke. Yeah, a little finger poke. No, say, it. say it right. Yeah. Prick. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Oh, I thought we were talking about prick. <laughs> <laughs> so we've now managed to get Grail to say that four or five times. Right. I right. hope we can convert that into a drop-in. Still a little prick. We got him to say a, a little, little prick. A little prick. <laughs> it's still one of the best lines from a movie ever where the woman is going into labor and they're going to give her an injection. So it'll just be a little prick. <laughs> That's what got me into this project. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But I digress. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Uh, so while we've been off the air, uh, mm-hmm. I managed to skate up to Vegas for a day nice. of Consumer Electronics Show. The only one of us to do it. Yep. It's so sad. You picked a good year to miss. Really? Oh. Well, that's good then. It wasn't. And everything I've seen media-wise from it, it was just kind of like, well, that looks iterative. And it was. Yeah. What, one hopeful, happy thing I did see was some semblance of... Remember the year before we saw all these people, we have a tablet, mm-hmm. and it'll talk to, uh, your, your television will talk to our tablet. Sure. Mm-hmm. This year, talks to all Apple devices and talks to all Android devices. Uh. Right. So they support AirPlay on the Apple side, and then there's a competing version for Android. So they seem to have gotten so the idea, hey, maybe if we worked with all tablets, we'd get more customers. A little less closed ecosystem we saw last right. year. Right. Okay. I saw good. all of them struggling <clears throat> to come up with because they all sit down at the table and say, TV, tablet, and an internet connection in the house. Right. We all know there's something awesome here. If we can <laughs> bring these things together, you know, bring content from the internet, control it with the second screen of the tablet, and put it on the big TV through the home stereo, home theater system. And they're all kind of thrashing around trying to land on something. To land on it. <laughs> And none of them really have. They're all mm. kind of like, see, yeah. our, our tablet works with the TV and, and gets stuff from YouTube and, and, yeah. and Hulu. And, but it's basically, well, that's just a glorified remote. And, and right. So everyone in the industry seems to have the sense that this is going to be the best damn thing something ever. there. And nobody's hit it. Yeah. And mm. this is, I mean, this is what everyone suspects that Apple is quietly sitting on going, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have. With the iTV, where you'll have the I, the various versions of the iOS devices and the iTV with the internet and hmm. okay, so we'll, we'll see now integrate it, and I'm, I'm going to do two different versions here. Integrate it with the car, and so here's the first version. I'm a single person, right? I'm young, I'm hip, I'm coming home, I'm listening to my favorite song. It's streaming through my car, mm-hmm. right? I get inside, I walk inside, I carry my phone inside. And it immediately begins streaming on my stereo inside, and I have seamlessly transferred without having to go, oh, I'm not going to listen to the end of this song now. Right. Right? So it's that little tiny bit of extra satisfaction. Even Mm -hmm. though I could go and restart the song again, it's that little seamless bit. Now I'm a mom, right? And I got two kids in the (laughs) backseat of my mom mobile, and I've got an embedded... Uh, DVD player right. in my car, and I'm streaming. It's not yeah. a DVD player. I'm streaming say, through mo- Netflix, mobile, mobile internet, mobile hotspot. Right. right. So I'm streaming the movie that my kids are watching. When I turn off the car, it pauses. It transfers into my house and starts up at exactly the same spot, so my kids can finish the movie, and I can continue to, do, to do. And I don't have to see to their well. At least that one need that they right. have when we walk in the house. Because right now, I am simply the go fetch. Mm-hmm. 
Mom, I need a drink. Mom, I need something to yeah. eat. Mom, that's, I need I mean, dinner. That's Mom, only I need a this entertainment step piece. more ahead of than what you can get with Netflix right now. I mean, right. Netflix already remembers. Where you basically, you, leave off. you pause right. it in the car. I mean, it's just you're just right. asking for like the automation. Part. I'm asking for the automation yeah. piece, <clears throat> and I'm asking for that to be configurable. Yeah. For the different audiences. So then, where else would it go? If you think about that, where else would you want that technology to well, go? I mean, I think like HBO Go, their app makes an interesting. When you watch, say, Game of Thrones, a new episode, mm-hmm. they have have all their app syncs with the episode and starts giving you background information. It basically it's like on your iPad while you're watching on your TV, you can get all the background yep. stuff. It's like watching a special edition basically. Disney so it's giving you it's giving yeah. you context and Clips extra and stuff like that and like uh-huh. you know, oh, this person here, let me give you a quick bio of this character who you have maybe haven't seen for two episodes so you can refresh who he is yep. and that type of right. stuff. Right. And Disney so. has that for certain Blu-rays they call it Disney Second Screen. Right, mm-hmm. right. Unfortunately, they're huge. They're enormous downloads. Yeah, that's what I heard. Right. Um, I was surprised. I thought my there was something wrong with my Internet connection. Because <laughs> you, know, you do an yeah. app install, and right. you're used to, and you're there. Sure. And it's just in there creeping along. And then until I looked at my storage, they were like, holy crap, that's why that took so long. It was actually that big. Yeah. But it also had a ridiculous, I mean, the second screen for Avengers. Right. And, it's, and it tightly integrates with Blu-ray Live. So when you stop to do something on second screen, it pauses the movie mm-hmm. and lets you do whatever you're doing, and then you can return to the yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, so it's there's some thought to it. It's, it's still a little. It feels a little beta, but it's got definite huge potential. Interestingly, Nintendo is stepping into it. We. Well, yeah, the Wii U. The Wii U. The Wii U yeah. with. Uh, TV, T-V-I-I, that shipped in an incomplete state Mm -hmm. with the Wii U. Which we got a Wii U for Christmas. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Nice. Because the Wii died conveniently right before the holidays. (laughs) Literally, like December 10th, the Wii just, (laughs) the smoke came out. It's got a dirty lens problem. It was done for... uh, Ours could be dead for all we know. It's been what, a year <laughs> since we played it. We don't it has acted as a paperweight now for <laughs> pretty, a year. Pretty much. But I've heard, I mean, everything, especially reading like Penny Arcade, I know Gabe's been very a big proponent of the Wii U and the tablet functionality. It's, it is as revolutionary as they say it is. We'll have to play it. It's it opens really up cool. When we're done doing yeah, this crazy radio thing, it, we'll yeah. take a look at it. But the TV right. has great potential. Mm-hmm. And... They are promising DVR integration. Mm. Specifically, out of the gate, the TiVo will be supported when we conveniently own a oh, TiVo premiere. Ha! Right. So as soon as they ship that damn update, I'm curious. Right now, it's clunky. Right. It has the second screen, and it pulls down listings and all that sure. bonus information. And you can also, it's also an IR remote, so basically it becomes your television right. remote. And so you change the channel, and it pays attention to what With cable your carrier you're on. Um, but the level of integration looks to be the, when it's actually controlling the DVR and sees what you've recorded and has control over where you are in the show is where it promises to be the ooh. Yeah. Mm. Instead of kind of a, a gimmicky, and like, eh, it's kind of neat, but it doesn't really bring anything, and it's more distracting from the TV than anything else. We'll see what it turns into when it actually starts mind melding with the actual DVRs. Yeah, because at PAX I didn't really 
it didn't do much for me no. other than the one zombie game, which was okay. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it just didn't which really catch me. That's been one of me. the worst reviewed games yeah, exactly. so far exactly. for the system. So I don't know, but yeah. I mean, as a game see. machine, it is adequate. Okay. Yeah. It is everything that a non-hardcore person would want in the yeah. gaming Yeah, Well, everything I've read about it, especially with the stuff Gabe was saying, was that it's very focused on families. Like Absolutely. if you are playing mm, yep. with a kid and it's really easy for even a young child to use the pad mm-hmm. and play a very meaningful role in the whole gaming experience. So again, it's one of those, you know, better with more people yep. type ah. type system. No, we set up Nemesis with Scribble Knots. Yeah. And <clears throat> the version made for the Wii U, and he's doing all the Naming it right. on the tablet, and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Grail downloaded that. I know, you know how I know? Because it automatically downloads to my phone. He's been yep. downloading a lot of games. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got a few games on there. So. Yeah. so the other fun things is the transfer from the big screen to the tablet. Yeah. So kids are watching a movie on Netflix, and you want to switch over to Blu-ray. You move yeah. it to the tablet, hand the kids the tablet. And, and you send get to use the big way. TV. Yeah, that's really cool. And the, most of the games designed for Wii U, not most, but a, a significant number of them, right. will let you ch- bring the gameplay down to the tablet, tablet level. Yeah, keep yep. playing. Well, I mean, it's not things even, like Just Dance Four. No, not so no. much. No. But I mean, I heard like Black Ops Two does allow that, yep. and mm-hmm. it's still very functional, which is yep. pretty impressive for a first-person shooter of that you know caliber. To, to allow that functionality. It's, it's interesting. It's, 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 I mean, it's got, interesting. It, it's got you know, the built-in camera and yeah. microphone and all that fun stuff. So when you are designing your me, you can have it take a picture of you. And yeah. it does you, its best rendition of you is a me. Curious to see how much this influences Sony and Microsoft's offerings, which are expected you know, this Christmas. Yeah. We shall see. Yep. But yep. again, Nintendo's there kind of out of the gate before sure. everybody else. Which Although, they, 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 start, the they started with the Wii. I will say, I've had exposure to a, uh, a piece of Microsoft, because I'm working for a larger company now, to a piece of Microsoft software that I hadn't had exposure to before. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. And that is Microsoft Link. Mm-hmm. Um, and welcome Arch Nemesis, who no longer naps. Yep. yep. So, so those here of you she who is. remember the days of the Nemesis... Right. Yes. We're right back there again. Yep. So, intruder with a alert. Higher, you know, say, I'm not Johnny in the spot with my drop ins because no. no. we have. So, essentially, she, um, she, Microsoft Link is, um, it's their connector protocol. So, you basically you look the person up in your contact menu and you can contact them by email, IM, video chat. Um, regular phone call, mm-hmm. anything that you want. It One records. The first they built on top of the Skype technology that they bought. Nice. And you can do screen sharing and all of that. So they've got all of their, um, you know, you can record the session. You can multiple people, as many as you need. We've had, like, we had, like, 150 on one oh, cool. session. Wow. And it was, got it was pretty. Yeah, it started um, blipping at 300. It really got, like, okay, well, now oh, we're gee. starting to. What sucks? <laughs> Thank you, Louis C.K. Linux would so. have done that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the computer version of saying Simpsons did it. Exactly. So it was. Uh, so it. But yeah, I hadn't expo- hadn't had exposure to that product before, and I liked it. Yeah. Okay. it's pretty cool. Microsoft can do things right, just not Windows Eight. Just rarely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently Usually not Windows that Eight. That's yeah. kind of what I heard. Well, that's a whole other story. Mm. Not bad. So what you kids been up to? Well, um, I had the um, just got hit by the car flu, 
So I was down for almost two weeks, which I still have. My voice is still a little off and I'm still coughing. But yeah, I was pretty much uh, passed out most yep. of the time. And work, my work is really, really busy from November to the end of January. So now I'm free. Yeah. I can actually Freedom! play. Now you can play games and, you know, do things for the radio show, which is nice, but no. Well, now the radio show's back, just in now time. Now the radio show's yep. back, just in time. But that's pretty much it. I've been reading a lot of fan fiction. Yeah. Mm. I've been seeing a lot of Supernatural. I started yeah. that up, so that's I, I've, I've, I've not, I still watched one episode of season eight, and I'm waiting because I'm in one of those things where it's like, all right, well, I'm going to watch season eight at once. Yeah. I'm not going to do, and I'm not so addicted to it that I'm yeah. like, it's just not that. It took me, honey, I think I'm, I'm slowly getting over my obsession, right? I had like a five-week obsession with Supernatural, and now it's starting to wane. It's go. so... It's interesting. Yeah, baby, yeah! I'd have to say, you know. it's, not, it's not like the best of writing. No. Um, but it's, it's enough to keep your attention. Yeah. No, I'm assuming the fanfic that you were reading was Supernatural fanfic? No, I was actually oh. still on Sherlock. Oh, good. Sherlock, <laughs> Sherlock fanfiction is way better. Please don't read Supernatural no, fanfiction. No, I haven't read any of that yet. It's, it's to be avoided. Really? Okay, good to get. All to they really want to do is make people have sex. That's well, all. That's all Sherlock That's all fanfiction wants to do. <laughs> Hello, you just Any summarized fanfiction? fanfic. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but Apparently, can... I'm the only one who thinks that fan fiction should actually be about stories. But some of the stories are really, really good. I've read some really amazing mm. stories. Where I'd actually... be okay with that if they're really, really good, and I don't mind sex if it has right. its correct it place does. in the story. Some does, but so. there's one where I've actually had to go back and rewatch Sherlock because a lot of the clues in it were from the show, and I had to be like, whoa, I missed that the first time. Yeah. And I had yep. to go back and rewatch it just to get it, but... So, um, yeah, Supernatural. I'm only on season two because, oh, my God, there's like yeah, there's 28, seasons are long. 28 shows per season. That's a lot of shows. In Supernatural? In Supernatural. Yeah, oh, it's, a, it's an American show. Yeah. So they do 20 buried, to 22 episodes per no, season. But I mean, so you're a lot watching of American hundreds. shows aren't that long. Breaking yeah. Bad is not a 28-show season. And they're drifting yeah. more towards the BBC model. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of shows apparently are because... Going for quality. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, I haven't seen a show that long in a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was, so I'm only at the beginning of season three just because I haven't had a lot of time. But I oh think my I'm going to give you... Oh, goodness. Hello, Alexa. <laughs> You're going to give me... <laughs> I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Uh-huh. Stop at season five. At the end of season five. Why? Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> It's an excellent place for this for the series to, to end. end. And while season six is okay and season seven is okay, I think after season five they just kind of Peter, Peter it's, out. it's like it's like the Eagles after the thrill is gone, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. It's not that it's bad. Yep. But yes. you know, that's why I'm like not in this huge rush to watch season eight. It's right. like I'll get there, I'll watch it. But, but well, I've been hurt before. I'm a completionist, so I'm yeah. probably going to watch it all the way to the end. But that's fine. Just it, I'm not going to hurry about it or anything because, like yeah. I said, well, now that I have more time, I'd like to play more games. But other than that, that's yep. we've been planning for our trip. We're yep. doing a big trip coming up, so that's why I was yep. asking in IRC if anyone knew Italian because I want to learn Italian and I'd like to practice it with somebody. So, so well, that. I actually oh. know I actually know a couple of Italians who. Speak it? Live in fluently? Italy. Oh, fluently? And yes, obviously they speak it fluently. They it's their there. native language. So, well. Um, but I could introduce you. 
That's cool. At I'd least like you to. could you do some start, Skype. You could do some Skype. Skype you need to start toughening yes. up your ass. From uh, all the pinching. Oh, there's a lot of pinching. Oh my god. Okay. They don't mind. There. Hmm. It's not it's considered. A, it is a sign of appreciation. Yeah, it's not considered inappropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Some I, of this stuff's not made up. In the IRC, really? Barry VA said um, that I should check out the new show Arrow. It has the actress Demon Chick from Supernatural and the guy that played Harry Dresden in the Dresden Files. Oh, I love him. Um, TV show. Black. And yeah. um, if it's Black the Thor, one, yeah. if it's the dark haired Demon Chick from Supernatural, then that's actually Jared Padalecki's wife. Hmm. They well, I mean, show, Arrow got is married. based on the DC comic Green Arrow. Right. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. So. Did you guys, I know we uh, contaminated you with Doctor Who. Did you catch the Christmas special? Yes. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. It was surprisingly good. At, when I was looking at the... Uh, it the, looked terrible. It looked terrible. <laughs> I was like, really? Snowman? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And, but they were kind of a minor part of the whole yeah. thing. Yes. They, they, and when they gave him Ian McKellen's voice... That helps. Well, sure. Yes. The the big ball. <laughs> thing. Is that, that freaking Ian yeah. McKellen? The big, the big snow globe. Yeah, and the, the big snow, snow globe, globe had yeah. Ian McKellen's face. Oh, spoiler alert! Sorry, guys. I was talking to to Grail, and I was like, "That that's really familiar. Yeah, that voice. I know that yeah. voice. No, I had to stop and go look. I'm at like, the, is that Gandalf? <laughs> like, I think I'm like that. Well, we we're like Patrick Stewart or no, Ian McKellen. No. I'm oh, like that. Sign of sounds like Ian McKellen. He had. I mean, yeah. he, he says such a recognizable inflection to his voice. But I was in the same. Is that angry? Wait, that's it. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> internet, internet. Yeah. Yes, I'm not going crazy. Nope. Okay. Yeah, that was good. So. Well, and at the end. Uh, yeah, the it credits, was in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I needed to know right now. Now, now. Consult yeah. the Google. Yeah. But yeah, it was surprisingly no. good. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed the episode. It was well, really they good. took the character to an interesting place because they left him potential spoiler alerts here. Um, at the end of the last series, he mm-hmm. was in an unhappy place. Yeah, very mm-hmm. unhappy. Very alone. And they've actually you know, kind of given the character a, a, a period of time where he's not leaping to everyone's defense and saving everyone. He's, right. he's basically in a... Leave me the heck alone. He's been taking space. his daily dose of Fukatol. Yeah. And it's like, no, why should I help anyone when the universe right. dumps all over me? Exactly. Um but the, then the the writers put a, you know, a, a tantalizing mystery nice in, in front in there, of him yeah. and says, "Hey, tiny, take this bit, out. tiny yeah. spark of hope, mm-hmm. tiny yep. spark of hope." So um, it's good. It's a good show. You but they, also, they, they threw in things like you know, yet another redesign of the, of the TARDIS yes. control room. Mm-hmm. Which, they stripped it down. Well, for, I mean, a lot of that was fan service for old school fans, right? Because right. they've actually they've taken it back to designs like from the sixties. Yeah. And it was also very stark, and it's like, this is where the character is. Right. It's like, all the, the whimsy had gone out yeah. of the design. It was all, here's your utilitarian right. control panel, everything you need to do to run the ship, and nothing, nothing else. Nothing more. No wacky knobs or yeah. horns yeah. or whatever. No steampunk yeah. anything. Uh, <sighs> some unnecessary CG crap going and on. And the A little far there, guys. But, yeah, they've laid the foundation for the next series. And, of course, and there's... Information trickling out about the 50th anniversary special yes. shaping up into something fairly freaking Big. epic. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. Like, perhaps every living actor except 
Uh, Eccleston, unfortunately. Right. Still is pissing all over it. Yeah, he's like, no. Unless, unless he's the secret. <laughs> that surprise. was a phase. <laughs> he was so Arch nemesis, please stop trying to type in the IRC. Yeah. No, she wants to. I want to join the internet community. Yep. Yeah, join uh, the conversation. This, is, this is the girl who has taken a, a wristband, an Angry Birds yellow wristband mm-hmm. that her brother got for Christmas and is using it as an upper a arm cuff. Cuff. Nice. And then she has the Styling. red, the, the red, red Angry Birds yeah. on the other, the other arm. arm. Yeah. Also known as doing Would it right. Would you like more, Dora? Well, conveniently, <laughs> right, let's do that. Yeah. Arch Nemesis has declared the break. It, it is now the break. It's a break time. Yep. It so, is break time. awesome. In honor of Jonathan Colton and his uh, jousting with the evil powers, what be at, at Fox which we'll talk about in greater length during Researched Chaos. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have an all Jonathan Colton uh, (laughs) breaks scheduled, uh, starting with his original cover of Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back, which is the source of some controversy that we'll be talking about later. In our support for... Uh, In in short, screw you, Fox. (laughs) You are listening to the return of Casually Hardcore for 2013, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We shall return right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers, Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side, or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link audiblepodcast.com forward slash VTW Productions. L.A. face with the Oakland booty. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung.
Rosetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. And we are moving on into the Geeks in a Gaming World section of our program. So we turn it over to Grail. Yeah! Yay! My turn to talk. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> So I got to say real quick, since we were talking about entertainment, we do have to make mention that the best show on television did come back on in Archer. Archer. 
I was going to say, Archer or Walking Dead? Yeah. I love Walking Dead. I love Game of Thrones. Archer is still by far just the best <laughs> writing you'll find. I hate my TiVo. Yep. That sucks to not have audio. My TiVo <laughs> recorded the most recent episode with no sound. That suck. I... That does suck. So over Christmas, since we were off that whole time, they actually did a big holiday sale on Steam. Um, so I think a lot of people probably partook in that. Uh, it was a great chance to uh, grab some deals, especially if you missed it during their summer sale. Um, but they had deals even on games like XCOM and stuff that had come out since then. Dishonored was heavily discounted in, in a number of sites. So I personally came away with a few games, um, which one of them I want to talk about first is mm-hmm. Chivalry Medieval Combat. Really? This game is awesome. Yeah, and, and there right, is no chivalry. In there chivalry. is no chivalry in chivalry. <laughs> there is just death. <laughs> what style of say, game it is it? It's poorly named. It's for... built, bu- built on the Unreal 3 engine. It's a FPS melee combat game. Okay. So it's you can actually do an over-the-shoulder view, which I prefer to play when I'm doing a knight or something. But there's different character classes. First-person slasher? Yeah, first-person slasher. We can call it that. <gasps> um, it's And it's a good time right now if you want to check it out because it's on the free weekend on Steam. So you can check it out for free. Awesome. And it's on half price. So if you're interested in it, it's twelve fifty. Uh, so pretty cheap to get into. It's got a tutorial section that kind of teaches you the game. It has bot play, but really it's an online competitive game. There's multiple different scenarios. You can just do standard like team deathmatch or a, like a last man standing, which is team deathmatch, except you're dead for the round if you die. Uh, then they have team objectives where you yeah, go out these. and like one team is attacking and doing things like killing the peasants or bringing the battering ram Chivalrous. to the gate to Chivalrous break down. The things, gate to go know. kill the king, or uh, dumping poison, you know, plague bodies into their water supply. <laughs> Again, <laughs> just, chivalry. It's, yeah, yes. it's all about chivalry, and just the the combat itself is awesome because it's it's one of those ones you can jump in, you can give a complete new player a gigantic two handed sword or halberd or a glaive or whatever, and just let them go to town, swing that baseball bat, and they'll get some people killed with that, and it's you know it's really accessible from that standpoint but there's a huge amount of depth if you go against somebody trying that uh, that knows what they're doing they will pick you apart and, and leave you armless or headless or just a flesh wound whatever that, <laughs> yeah. yeah whatever means you can take necessary. on the name monty python black knight so, <laughs> you were the little knight yes yeah, you get these little daggers and you just ha <laughs> and really one of and the, he enjoys it far too oh, much it's ridiculous. <laughs> and what you was start, your first clue and so much of it is built around like you, they have different like menus to to shout orders so everybody He's always shouting different things, or there's a laugh or stuff like that. But they actually have one button that's just dedicated to cheering. And it's like, <laughs> I can't overemphasize how important that is to the entire experience. Because you hit this button, and if you're standing still, your guy does a little taunt. He, like, bangs his shield, or he holds his sword up in, like, a salute. And if you're running, you, like, scream, or you do a cheer, <gasps> like, for Agatha. Or if you're on the other side, it's the Mason Order, and you, you do a cheer for that. Which sounds cool by itself. But when you're on a server that's a 32-player server and you got 15 people with you and you're all doing this as you charge down a hill, 
you're like, I'm ready to take some heads now because, and like you hear the other side coming kind of with their own cacophony of that. And it's like, all right, let's get this on. And it's, yeah, it works well. And you, so they're using sound really effectively. Yeah. And each class has a different voiceover. So okay. it's, you, so like you get like the knights are like, come on, let's get them. And you get the archers are like, <laughs> they're like these high pitched sounds. It's so They're funny. more more distance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because everybody hates the archers. <laughs> we really don't want to close ranks because the archers are like, no, no, that's not going right, to work right. for me. Yeah, they're like, go ahead. I will sit back here. But good weapon ping, selection ping. unlocks for your weapons as you as you play through them, and so you can get different types, and eventually you unlock a different helmet for each class. And they already have a patch now that's going to add new weapon types, so you'll have flails now and quarter staff. flails? Yeah. No, no, just, just the, the single ball. And they uh, uh, are going to add flail. like a dual mode as well. So, so do you call the archers Legolas or what? <laughs> no, they're not, they don't fire the arrows that fast. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're not quite that Usually quick. they're called certain four-letter words is most of the time. <laughs> These blankety-blank archers are such blankety-blanks. Because they're not real men. Uh-huh. And blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Everyone is... loves a sniper. Yeah. yeah. Which is true until you play an archer, then you're like, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I just put an arrow because, I mean, you get hit by the arrow and your guy, like, clutches his neck <laughs> while this blood spurts out and you just crumple. I mean, it's. It's like you much. would if you were shot yeah. in the neck with a yeah. freaking arrow. It's, I mean, there's there's enough yeah. moments. No in that arrows game. to the knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, you hear that all. I took an arrow, arrow to, to the, the knee. knee. Skyrim uh, playing through. Better clench up, Legolas. But yep. the, yeah. But it's it's worth checking out, especially this weekend. Obviously, it's free, oh, nice. and it's definitely a well spent twelve fifty on my part because I got it for the same price during the Steam sale. Speaking about Skyrim, I also did something I almost never do. I picked up the, a game I already owned on the Steam sale, Skyrim for the computer, uh-huh. instead of for, I have it already on the Xbox, but I got the Dawnguard and the Hearthfire expansions with it, and really I just got it on the computer because I wanted to try out all the mods. And okay. it's, wow, does that change the game? That's uh-huh. definitely, it's like, I know going TV. forward, that's why I should buy this just on the PC computer. version. Yeah. The, yeah. the Xbox version is, works great, but it's it's totally the vanilla game. And so now I've really gotten into a lot of the ones that really like change. Like you don't start in the same starting area. It's a randomized start and you have different backgrounds. And now I'm going to try out this thing, which is like uh, Skyrim Redone, which actually changes your, all your perks, how you level, like really makes massive changes to the game itself. So it's the really way God intended. Well, yeah, it's, it works well. And it's like I said, and again, I think Skyrim, funny enough, today is on 50% off. So, oh, darn. If you're interested, mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, definitely worth it coming from the console version to that. It was a big change. Um, I've got a lot of mileage out of it. Skyrim available PC and Mac? Uh, I have no idea if there's a Mac client. Mm. I don't think so. Okay. I've never heard of. Well, one. interestingly enough, I actually have both computers nice. now, <laughs> so I can. That are both capable of gaming, so I can actually do it on both. It doesn't matter. It's a good one but. to jump into. I mean, it's the base game is is fun, and you know, it's 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 easy. But to I'll pick understand. it up on PC anyway, yeah. just because yeah, don't for have sure. it. Um, don't have an Xbox. Well, in related news. Yep. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online, now taking beta sign-ups. Yeah. I watched the uh, gameplay video for it this morning. It's pretty. It's a pretty-looking uh, game, and they're, they're claiming over 100 characters on screen easily now. Mm. Um, they're going to do it. It sounds kind of like, 
I don't know. I can't remember if Guild Wars 2 does this or not, but they're going to have one server. It's not going to be shards of servers. But basically, based on your friends list and or your guild, you will appear in the instance of that server with those people and whoever else. So, But overall, it's still you're on one massive server, so you don't have to worry about coordinating uh, you know, which shard or... Right. or, or you you know, on ice so, ground or what, man? Right, right. Well, the reality is that they're, I mean, they're getting better and better at yeah. handling that kind of massive data. Um, I was watching the, hey, we put data into genetic code and brought it back again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you genetic know, pay, memory, kind of paying genetic, a, genetic storage. Paying attention to genetic storage. The stories there are getting more and more interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those, it's still early. I, obviously, the beta's coming. I mean, mm-hmm. to tell you the state of MMOs, though, right now, it's one of those I looked at and went, oh, it'd be cool to check out when it's free to play. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. When it's yeah. free to play. When it's free to play. Like, yeah. geez. So. Let's see. We saw THQ get sold off this week. Yep. Parted out and sold off yeah. to all of its different. Moment of um, silence. That one's been around since the late 80s. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. a big, those, those guys were major. And actually, backing up the truck, which totally yep. forgot to announce in the first segment, the call-in topic of the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, recently announced, J.J. Abrams, in a reversal, will be directing the Star Wars Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. So rebooting both Star Trek and Star Wars in a single guy. I mean, the, if, the if nerd, he can pull if it he off. If he can pull it off. And so, well, the notation I put down here is, J.J. Abrams doing episode seven after all. Good, bad, or lens flare. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Because he has a particular style that involves... Um, Lots of lens flares. At least in Star Trek. Oh, my God. And we went, once it's pointed out to you, they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> but how do you feel about this um, mm-hmm. turn of events? Um, just uh, g- rapidly going from the, there's going to be... In episode seven at all, after the Disney acquisition of LucasArts, which from a lot of people just came out of freaking nowhere. And now we've got J.J. Abrams, a not minor um, player in the land of sci-fi, signed up to direct. Right. What are your feelings on this? That and also, what would you get for Christmas? Because we we've been gone over the Christmas holidays, so tell us about your... Uh, your fat, fat loots. Your fat loots, yeah, fat loots. From, from the holiday season. All right. Yeah. Back to so, um, Geeks in the Gaming World. Uh, MechWare Online also had a huge update. Uh, actually, in terms of size, very small. But in terms of what it changed, they fixed their net code finally. Oh. Which means you no longer have the lag shields on the light mechs, which was <laughs> stunning. Because, I mean, before this patch, I was going into games, and you'd see maybe three mechs on a side that were above 50 tons. Everything else was small. Really? Because what was the nature of the bug? Because my, my gaming rig Basically, it, their so. net code couldn't keep up with where how fast, fast moves mechs were. It wasn't accurately showing you where they were. So you had these 20-ton commandos running around that you couldn't hit. or like they were never where you Or you, you felt like you were hitting them, and you're like, why isn't this stupid thing dead? And he's not here anymore. So suddenly, after this patch, like we logged in, and it took us about six games before we actually saw a light mech. Wow, everyone realized. Big of a change. And you still see them some, but they're back. Like, everybody now, like, you get hit, it's really hitting you. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a big change. Um, 
Thundercats, though, still are effective as always. So it did, didn't change that. You should hear them when they're playing their son, Thundercats there. It's like four children. Yeah, you, you don't understand. <laughs> uh, okay. So. I need a new we, game. We are Thunder. We're Thunder Lance. That's our, that's thunder, our name. Thunder. Yeah. Thunder. Keep Th- saying Thunder. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So on, on things that were funny mm-hmm. in the last four weeks, and speaking of Thundercats, I was uh, training in Florida and uh, in a relatively affluent area. And it was like this place where, oh, look, it's BMWs and Bentleys everywhere sure. you go. There's quarter million dollar cars going down the road. And this is just how people drive there. And um, so a guy goes by me driving, I swear to God, like a 1955, maybe 56 Thunderbird. Like the classic, beautiful. And on Fins the back of it. Thundercats <laughs> nice. is, is is his actual license plate, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like you, brother, you, <laughs> one of us, <laughs> one, one of us, us. Yep. exactly. <laughs> I really felt it; it was awesome. Um, something that I got to see in person: Razer has launched the Razer Edge Pro, which is a gaming tablet system. Yeah. And it's I, it's time for this because you can have an Intel i7 right. in a tablet now. And what they basically do is just take in a tablet yep. and built some really nice accessories for it. So you can dock it into a laptop. Or they have a clamp around it that gives you controllers, right. analog controller sticks on either side of the screen. Or you can dock it with a television. Um, or you can just have it as a tablet. So depending on what kind of game you're playing, because I could totally see playing SimCity right. with mm. a touch interface, which sure. would be absolutely nice. Um, which that beta just came out too, I believe. Yeah, and the stories coming out of that really are basically anything. the always-on DRM oh, is the problem. suck. Because they're all sitting here saying, this is a single-player game that right. I'm having to sit in queue for. Oh, that's <laughs> Welcome right. to Diablo 3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The annoyance of that. So that and Blizzard's, you know, continued post that we know Diablo Three needs to be a bigger game. We're very a, a better game. We're very sorry. It's not di- honest. It's not Diablo Two HD. Stop calling it that. It's not Diablo. To call it Diablo Two is an insult to Diablo oh, Two. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. No, seriously, I mean, uh, Diablo Two is the best really action good. RPG ever made. Really. The complaints about the new the beta of uh, SimCity is basically, why am I sitting in queue for a single player game? Yeah, and it's a valid question. Why? Why do you have to have this? Oh yeah, you're not going to stop the pirates. You never have. Right. Ever. 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 All you've ever done is inconvenienced your paying customers. That's that's an EA game, correct? Yes, it's an EA game. And EA has this death grip on this concept that always on DRM actually works. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Unless your goal is to lose customers, it's not working the way you intend. And less and less and less is it working. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, unless you would like to become THQ, Mm -hmm. except with fewer letters, maybe you should reconsider. Yeah. Yeah. Well... This is the same company that's trying to force Origin on you, so, you know, what can you say? Steam already exists, guys. You're too late. It exists really well. Really well. It works really well, yes. We don't need another one. Yeah. We don't need a bulkhead-mounted spare. We've got one that works. You'd be better off just attempting to buy Steam. Yeah. 
Which ain't happening. Acquire it. Yeah, no, that ain't happening. <laughs> you have, but... you know, eat valve, and then, then you can have your own. Yeah. Well, you want to eat valve. I don't think they'd actually be able to eat valve. Uh, valve is huge. Well, EA is pretty monstrous. So. EA is massive. Yeah. But I think Valve is in a strong enough position to say, yeah, we're, say, we're not going to have a hostile takeover. To, we don't want to be yeah. We're not going to sell. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be eaten. <laughs> we don't want to be eaten. <laughs> I, don't want, so, I don't want to go on the car. I, to go. Uh, I feel fine. So speaking about both Razor and Christmas gifts, I got a Razor Naga for Christmas. Which Naga. Is the Naga. 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 Which is their massive, like, 12 buttons on the thumb. Too uh, many did buttons. You, did you get the large hand version that didn't exist when I tried the it Naga. comes with three different no. grips awesome because it didn't it didn't used to be one size only and it was yeah. for it was for Muppet hands it works it works well it is it is very choice let it me is tell so you. choice <laughs> I mean, just the quality of the wrapping on the cable struck me oh yeah so, it was, it was like, the whole this, packaging this, it was like opening no. it wasn't it was the only time we're opening a mouse and there's like just beautiful yeah. like eight choirs are going off and there's like <gasps> All these different booklets and grips for your mouse and just, it's like, oh, this is so nice. So so basically they took a, a small lesson from Apple yeah. in their packaging. Or a not so small lesson. Yeah. So, in their packaging, yes. I, I will say that, that the phrase, it is so choice when it comes to unwrapping a mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. Like, I highly recommend picking one up. It's like, I actually you. get mad if I get something from Apple and Gnomewise opens it up for me before like, I get Aww. I get mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> that is like part of the experience hey. and you just stole it from me yep oh no so. i got a, a baby blue mic that goes on yeah. my phone kind of like the one that uh doc dead had yeah yes mm-hmm. but better but well but, but blue but blue but, but blue. Yes. yeah but yeah basically. what yeah. what is that it's the little mic um i an actual blue mic Made nice. by blue microphone, and it goes right on your phone. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. So you don't need to carry the H1 anymore because you hey, have, I have one. Hang on, Arch Nemesis. I understand. Um, could I get you, could I interest you in something besides Dora the Explorer? Not, not bloody likely. <laughs> yeah. I know that you're addicted to her, and you're definitely learning to speak Spanish along with English. Si, 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 but I'm, I'm hoping, oh my god, swiper no swiping. Dealer no dealing, dealer no yeah. dealing, dealer no dealing. That's right. What? Yes, she is completely addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a fun one that sure. actually happens happened today. Right. I'm going to go do that. The more than 2,800 player battle in Eve oh, yeah. took place today. Which is kind of funny when you hear, I always think Eve is like what is setting the trend. Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe that in my heart and soul that Eve is where MMOs should be going. Because Single server, they just, ridiculous yeah, number of massive participants. Massive sandbox. I mean, yeah, because I, mean, I watched the video for Elder Scroll Online. They're like, we can get a couple hundred characters on screen at once. And this is a 2,800-person um, ship battle. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and you, you just look at the, sh- the screenshots from this, and it's like, oh, my. Oh, and that's what... 2,800 capital ships would look like yeah. battling over a planet. And, and it's, it's the um, confederation from the Redditors and the confederation from the Something Awful team. Oh, that's awesome. Going at it. Yes. And it's just completely awesome. freaking epic. It, it, I mean, you look at the pictures, it's just mind-numbing. Mind you can't even tell what the hell's going on. Yeah. There's just so much. Because they had to zoom out so damn far to encompass... Yeah, it just looks like uh, like an artistic geometric shape yeah. out yeah. there. <laughs> Although I will say that it looks a bit like the um, 
like a still shot of one of the scenes from Serenity. Yeah, from the, yeah. the Reaver battle. When they're yeah. right in, all oh, the ships yeah. are together in the Reaver battle yep. from Serenity. But you've got two different colors of ships kind yeah. of, I, you, you know. know. Eve has always interested me. I just, I don't know why I've never played it. Can't get past the spreadsheet? Because, I guess. Well, no. <laughs> Apparently they've really they re- revamped, revamped that it. a lot. I'm, yeah, I've never jumped back in, though, to take well, a look. But, but also, there's two or three years that elapse between events like this. Right. And if you're working while this happens... You've, you just missed it. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, ah! But still, I mean, there's a lot, though, that you read about Eve. Just looking at some of their form posts, you're like, oh, my God, that, that that's happening? And yeah. it's like it can be on a smaller scale. And like I said, it did interesting things. The fact you can just be like, I want to work on my, you know, space navigation. Work on space navigation. While I'm logged off, I'm still working on my space navigation. Right. So I can come back and go, okay, yeah, I know space navigation. The world persists program. and your yeah. character persists right. yeah. at all times. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's interesting. I just it's... don't. I mean, and speaking of Eve, our favorite couple that we met at yeah. that Eve party mm-hmm. just got contacted us again. Oh, you know, they're nice. getting married yep. pretty soon, but nice. very cool. Um, but yeah, they were asking us what we were playing, and I'm like, I'm not playing anything. Yeah. <laughs> this was uh, Matt and Rebecca. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, yeah, Eve is someone. You know, at some point, maybe we'll always do in a, the background a of 14 day trial and just see if we like it now that. Because like I said, I jumped in years ago when a couple of my friends were playing and I got in there. I was just like, I have no idea what to do. There seems like there's a lot of cool stuff, but it feels like I'd have to spend six months to try to learn what the hell is happening just to fly out of this sector. Right. And let alone, you know, make money or do something accomplished. So who knows? There's some really interesting stills there. I was looking at the images. But again, Eve also still... I mean, they still have managed to keep a subscription model going, mm-hmm. yep. which is impressive. But unfortunately for me, it makes me go, eh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to subscribe to anything anymore. Yeah, and actually, this really would have come up against because I did the 10-day free trial of Mists of Pandaria. I still have to call it Kung Fu Panda. Sure. Yep. Um, and the content in, you know, because for the 10 days, I was able to go into the Pandaria area. Yeah. And it was... Nice improvements in all areas, everything you would expect from a WoW expansion. And then it ran out, and I'm really sitting at the, now i got to buy a $40 expansion and start paying 50, 15 bucks a month again. Right. And I haven't been able to overcome that. Yeah. I just, as, and, and it was fun, and it was, and it was compelling, and it was neat, and there was new, yeah. new things to do. The pet battle... I've never played Pokemon before. Right. <laughs> now I have. And I get Essentially, it. Essentially, yeah. No, like all joking aside, like the DS Pokemon games are actually pretty good. Yeah, they are really good. <laughs> <laughs> They're a juggernaut of popularity yeah. for a reason. Yeah, for a They're reason. well made. <laughs> and they've pretty much cloned that. Yeah. But I'm in a, in a position of a lot of work I did earlier in the game. Sure. And some of the lucky scores I got to get some of the really rare, uh-huh. you know, what used to be the non-combat pets. Sure. These are suddenly significant trophies in this mini-game now. I walk around right. with, I Excuse walk me with, while I whip these out. <laughs> you walk around with the hippogriff? Tyrael, suck yeah. it. <laughs> That's yeah. the one. Tyrael, yep. Mini-Tyrael. Now I'm, because people are paying attention to the non-combat pets a lot more Oh, now. yeah, I'm sure right. everybody so I'm is. wandering around Stormwind with mini-Tyrael. Like, Holy crap, where did you get that? And they've also added, I think, as reward for scroll resurrection or in uh, refer a friend, Tyrael's mount. Mm. 
So they have a, a, a horse mount oh. with barding like Tyrael's armor oh, and the Jesus. big wings like yeah, yeah. Tyrael's oh, cool. armor. That's cute. So you park your mini Tyrael next, next to, to the Tyrael mount, and it's like, damn, it's match set. So between the, the murky and the mini Tyrael, which was you know, before anyone knew anything. Top hat ever, death. <laughs> I wish they had something. I, yeah. I haven't leveled him to 25 yet, so I don't know. Maybe Hippogr- he does, he does do something hatch- ridiculous Hippogr- like that. Hippogriff hatchling or something like that. Don't know. So, wow. Well, I have to admit, though, I, I actually took, because I was bored last night, went into the free trial on well, his you in, account. You went into the free-to-play. Free-to-play. To level 20, and you started at? Level 1. On Teldrassil with a, with a druid. Yeah, because I was bored. <laughs> what the hell? And I wanted to see. They've changed the game completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even from level 1. Even from level 1. The, the quests are different. The graphics are different mm-hmm. um, on your spells. The um, the rate of progression is oh, completely greatly different. Greatly accelerated. No more questing. You just, oh, look, I'm level six, cat form. Ding, And yes. ding, and your cat form shows up. And I used um, to have to run to frickin' Westfall to get that. Now I've just got... And you had to dive off the coast of Westfall mm-hmm. and try not to drown right. as you were p- picking up the or second half of the pendant. For, yeah, but don't you for, feel like you, you know, lose something? You do, you yeah. do, but it... it I felt like I lost something, although I felt the I did it the hard way. Yeah, kind of I mean, obviously, part. in your case. But I went in and I said, it, it's, it's kind of a different game. But keep in mind, when you played it the first time, you were trying to get to 60. Right. If you were to start today, you're trying to get to 90. Yeah, it's sure. a long right. way to go. Sure. So right. to get the lower levels, have to go faster because the, the sum total is probably going to be very similar to what you experienced getting 0 to 60. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's just because it's all. It, it's, but it it's wasn't now, it's that. Back, what I was, it's back heavy on it, it wasn't now. about yeah. me trying to level another character. I was checking out and saying, "I wonder what's, what's changed." changed. And apparently, quite a lot. Quite a lot. Wrath is yellow oh, instead it, of green. Dr- the ca- they the totally changed animation. even the wrath. Oh, okay. The casting animation. Well, there's flight points yellow. everywhere. And... Yeah. Well, and that was just it. You get a flight point at Dolinar, and they connect you up immediately with like the six mainland. different flight points all the way to the mainland and everything. Oh. We're talking about, so we if you wanted to, you can fly over Kalimdor at like level yeah. nine. Yeah. Making See, the trek to the Iron Forge. <laughs> I've always, you know, I've said it multiple times on the show, the game I'm always nostalgic <laughs> for is EverQuest. Yes, and right. The reason I make nostalgic for EverQuest because it was hard as balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how hard are your balls? You might want to have that looked at. When they're EverQuest size, they are hard. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. They're titanium. Balls are solid brass. Yeah. So I was talking about that to Todd, actually. We finished to Gnomewise. We actually we, we stopped playing, and we were just chatting afterwards. And I was talking about, okay, so how could you actually make a raid that was hard, right. that was, but still... Like, you're capable of doing it. It's not that yeah. we're just going to shut players out. Sure. But it does take the right players with the right skill sets and the right strategy what, to actually what, what, what get through it. striving for. And, um, and I was suggesting, I wonder why nobody ever does, and you might actually have a really good answer for this. I wonder why nobody ever does, like, a staged raid where you have to go in, say it's 25 men, and you uh-huh. have to go in with 10 players, and then the second stage is 15 players, or it's five 
10 and 10 or something like that, so whatever the, the stages the ten are. 10-player team has to achieve a, 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 goal, a goal of some kind, then five more can come in for another goal, yeah. and then the final 10 can arrive for the last big battle. Oh, right. Probably but because the people, the, the left out five, people. the left out people oh, don't get man. any of the stuff for the first yeah. 10. Yeah. So, right, you know. but the point is is that, like, say this was just the one battle, the one sure. boss, and they have to stage it in. So they get to see from the stands, and they get to see what's going, and they get to kind of track the action, but they're not allowed to enter play. And then the other thing that I was suggesting was the people who go in first are guaranteed not to survive to stage two. So the way that you win is by getting everybody to actually win, and then when the boss dies, there's like a mass resurrection. resurrection. It's part of the energy released in his I would say because for me, being on the sidelines would be like... But you have to do your part. I think there was was examples of that in Ice Crown in uh, Oldham. There was a boss in the, the... the uh, into the mountains. Oh yeah, you know, in, in the, mountain. the mountains. That boss. There's you have to have one group that stays down below and deals with the constant spawns. And another team has to go. And down the other team has to do the run upstairs to get to the the, to the guy, woman, the woman to knock her down. The guy, right. And then you all join back up and you fight and kill her. Right. Okay, so, so it's, it's it a staged a, fight yeah. in two different locations. Yeah. And I think to pull it together. I think we we'll could way. do we'll more of that. Where now, what I would like to see is some way to incorporate because. Where you really have to balance your skill sets in each group, yeah, and you really have to like a special about. But the problem is, yeah. you run into, and that was, I think, I, I did on both ten and twenty-five. So, but in ten-man mode, you basically went into the fight going, "Okay, these five, you're going to do the run. You five are, we're, and, you know, we'll balance it out." What I'd like to see is more of an opportunity for rating where you have eight people. Or something okay. like that. Like, and maybe it needs where to, you're capable of handling it with eight people, or they or, add bots to you the, to okay. supplement, or mm-hmm. or they have you divide out, and maybe your your team of eight people could go handle a piece of a raid for another group that's doing twenty five man. Maybe you're not even connected, but at least you can make it easier for them, and you get loot, and they get loot. Right. They 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 need a way of not making it so hard coded that you're. Five man, you're ten man, you're twenty five man. It's like right. it's rare for us because either you're to, gonna to, have to get those even numbers. You're gonna have eight or you're gonna have thirteen. I guarantee <laughs> right, you. Right. <laughs> right. It always ends up that way. And it's really frustrating. If anything I'd like to see from MMOs is a better job of dealing with ran, random numbers. Well, you remember right. Lost Dungeons of Norath? Sure. It would scale scale the content based of the on how many of you came. In. On, yeah, and that was right. great. We yeah. ran some. I remember where mm-hmm. we did it with like seven people, and then yeah. we did ones with four people, and you could even solo if you wanted, right. which was incredibly great. Um, and it's something that never got picked up. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but, but we're way overdue for yeah. our okay. for our break. So we will yeah. take another Jonathan Golden break in honor of Joko, who we'll be talking about in the next segment. And this one is Mandelbrot set. We shall return right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code 
VTW.
listening to VTW 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 Productions 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 dot com dot com dot com dot com versus the world radio researched chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. Researched Chaos comes to you thanks to our contributors mm-hmm. in the Casually Hardcore all-volunteer research thread. Join us on the Versus the World forums. Underneath Casually Hardcore is the research forum where you can read about all these things we talk about during the show. If you want to write Con, uh, content for there. All you need to do is send me a message, GnomeWise, on the forums, and I will give you right access to the research forum. This week, and I use the term week uh, very loosely, yeah. <laughs> this last several weeks' worth of contributors include Pusar, MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt, Deus Ex, the Barry Von Awesome, Aid, he of the sexy foreign voice, just ask Daxa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boba Fetish. And Sean Caster. Hmm. Thank you very much for all your contributions. Over the weeks. (laughs) Over the many weeks of our extended hiatus of the holidays. Hey, come on. We got families. We got got crap to do. Yeah. We have marathons to not run. Yeah, to train my butt off for and not run. That was awesome. (laughs) Let me tell you. We were originally going to start last week, and Grail was like, "Uh, sorry, I'm going out for the marathon. And the flu said no. The flu said, "Uh uh-uh. You only think you're going to go running on this one. You better schedule on one later in the year because you're staying the hell in bed today. There's been some serious illness. My running partners managed to do the whole thing, so I was very happy for them. Yeah, they did really well. I was very happy for them. Happy for them, and let me tell you, that was the most expensive T-shirt I've ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, God damn! <laughs> so, as we were mentioning earlier, uh, there was some small controversy over the last week or so with our beloved uh, singer-songwriter Jonathan Colton, and you heard his cover of Sir Mix-a-Lot's "Baby Got Back" earlier in the show. My anaconda don't want none unless it got buns, hon. <laughs> Do side yeah. bends or sit-ups. But please don't, don't lose, lose that, that butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. It's love a good song. song. Well, the original is awesome. Well, it's incredible. Yeah. And then Colton's re... It was nice. Tooling of it is yeah. deliberately it, wacky. Right. And then right. he turns it into a ballad. Yeah. And it was Thing a Week 2, I think yep. it was. Came so he did this in 2005. And he did his arrangement with uh, banjo. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Typical Joko stuff. Changed a couple right. of lyrics. And then you know. people began pointing out to him last week. He said, hey, um, the Glee soundtracks for the next episode are starting to show up on the overseas yeah. iTunes stores. We think you should probably listen to this. And it is blatantly them simply copying his right. rearrangement of Baby Got Back. Total ripoff. Total ripoff, and and you know they used him as source material simply because he rewrote some of the lyrics right. to include <laughs> his own name. So one of the lines is, changed from the original to Johnny C's in Trouble. Right. There's nobody in the cast of Glee named, named Johnny, Johnny C. C. And yet they were too lazy to even change that. Wow. So they, 
And the they and there's some speculation, and there's people who have done the side by side digital comparisons yeah. of the waveforms of the instrumental, where they took his instrumental and didn't even replay it. They took it and used it, Just and used that's where they may have crossed the line into copyright violation. Yeah, because yeah. they can. Because when Joko did his, he paid a license fee to Sir Mix-a-Lot's organization, of course, to have the right to do his cover, right, and then sell the cover. One kind of license. Um, what the people over at Fox have gotten in the habit of getting mm-hmm. into this dark gray area. Of doing covers of covers. Mm-hmm. And while reusing the arrangement apparently is not something that Joko could necessarily go after them for, actually using his performance as the background music is an area he could go after them for. Right, right. Because he had released the, the, the bare instrumentals in digital form previously on the uh... internet. For use for people to, to make their own remixes and to yeah. do karaoke. So it was readily available. And people are saying, because he had used things like a duck quack to bleep out you know, a swear word. <laughs> just because it's Joko and he uses right. duck quacks and sure. And you, people are saying, if you look at the waveform, you can see where they kind of short edited it. And part of the quack is still there. And it's really <laughs> obvious that they edited out the quack. That's laziness right there. That's not I mean, even... Your right. Honor, if you listen very closely, you, you will hear the quack. quack. You will hear, <laughs> hear a partial duck quack. But it's just the height of laziness. And apparently you, you can go research this online. This is not the first time. There was apparently a cover of Girls Just Want to Have Fun that someone had done where they blatantly used this person's yeah. rearrangement of it with no changes rather than just coming up with their own or even slightly retooling it. Yeah. Nope. So yeah, just, the article goes on. And I think uh, uh, Don't Stop Believing also was another one. Yeah. That one is a little a little more loose because right. apparently it was just changing it into kind of a choral performance. Yeah, but somebody so, had already done a choral had already done that. So, but yeah, who knows? the argument can be made, and it's pre- I would say it's a valid argument, that if you just do a choral arrangement of that song, it's going to sound a particular way with a big chorus yeah. singing it gospel style. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that song has had every treatment done But that's to not it the same possible. as, hey, you're using yeah. my freaking background track, yeah. and when you take the recordings and line them up, they line up perfectly. Yeah. There are people who have done the, they've combined the Glee, the one that's for sale on iTunes, and Joko's original one from 2005, and you play it through, and then you don't notice anything weird about it because they line up so Perfectly. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where Fox, I think, didn't realize it's like, we'll steal from this person. This person. He's like, nobody. Joko, who's this Who guy? We'll steal from guy him. Oh, his entire fan base is part of tech-savvy people yeah. that really know copyrights uh-huh. as well. Uh-oh. Well, they were sold from a guy who was one of the pioneers of Creative Commons. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Possibly a tactical error. You should do a little more research yeah. before you snag yeah. stuff from people. And what's so dumb about this is all... Joko would have wanted was an attribution. Yeah, exactly. Because basically, Fox is shooting back to him saying, "You should be, f- you should be happy for the free publicity we're giving you." Saying, "You didn't give me anything because yeah. you don't acknowledge that this is my work." Right, right. That's too funny. That it's Oy. like really, Fox. You can't throw this dude a couple bones. Oh, yeah, seriously. Just throw him a bone. Yeah. Give him a percentage like, of the iTunes sales, as they should. 
and an attribution. It's yeah. like any corporation, unfortunately, if they get caught doing something wrong, whether maliciously or not. The problem is this is a gray area. We it's can't, nice we can't go back and say we were wrong because mm-hmm. that we can't admit culpability. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. God forbid. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. No. God forbid. Although, Jeff, what's a prostitute? Uh-huh. 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 That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, it would be really refreshing to have someone just say, you're right. Yep. Our bad. We didn't know we didn't about it. This is what we're going to do to fix yeah. it. Sorry about that. Right. We'll have words with the person who brought it to us, but we're oh, sorry. Yeah. And here's where we're, you know, here's what we're going to do. Exactly. <sighs> Something. You know, if corporations were people. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to go there. <laughs> but that just means they can be evil people, too. So. I know. They're just mean people. <laughs> yeah, they suck. Like the great Clinton said, when in doubt, deny, deny, deny. deny. (laughs) You didn't do what with that woman, Miss Lewinsky? But anyway. (laughs) What? What depends on what you, the meaning of the word is, is. Is, is. (laughs) You know, is, to be. (laughs) Pretty simple definition. Or not to be, indeed. Anyway. So anyways, obviously we are all backing... Joko on this one. (laughs) And it's awesome. If you go on to iTunes, he has re-released his track and retitled it as Baby Got Back in the Style of Glee. (laughs) (laughs) Because if they can do a remix of a remix, he can do a remix Remix of a remix remix of a remix. remix. Oh, wow. And then you go to the comments and the reviews section of his, and it's all like, go Joko, This this is the way you deal with it. You go to the comments and review section of the Glee, Glee. Glee one. Oh my god! It, you know, it is threatening to fall off of one star into no stars, and the comments are just yeah. you know, the wrath of the fan base is an <laughs> awesome thing to behold. Well, they—I mean, they are. They, Jonathan Colton has a wonderful fan base, and they're very loyal mm-hmm. and, and the very re- activist. And yeah. and the reality is that they they really you know jumped on this when they saw that it had happened. Um. Speaking of uh, things that have happened, it's been really interesting just watching all. I'm still on Reddit far too much. Um, my, my, There's no such thing as too much Reddit. My, my honey and I um, have have devolved into the Reddit stereotype. Did where you see we will, that? Yes, we will lay next to each other in the evenings, each with our iPads, reading Reddit, and go, did you see? Yeah. Yes. Did you see? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, I had to jump in real quick. Yeah. So one of the shows I've been watching, which Erica looked at, or Dax looked at, and was just like, I don't no. know about this show. <laughs> this, this show, Portlandia. Yes. That show is so straight. But there's a great skit they do in there where it's like, did you read this article in there? Oh, yeah, I read that. Yeah, did you read this? I read that. I read that. Like, they go back. And like, yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> I'm reading the same site you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> And that was just it, is where every now and then we'll catch something that the other one hasn't seen just because of timing and that sort of thing. Yeah, I saw that show and went, um, yeah, not for me. I I, I probably saw like, what, 30 seconds. Yeah, it's like this is a a strange show, but it's good. I like it. Have you gotten the Battlestar Galactic episode? Yes. That was was awesome. (laughs) Just just go with it. Just go with it. Oh, uh, so I, uh, one of the things that I was watching on Reddit was the response to this Canadian student who was expelled from his school for pointing out a security flaw in the, uh, um, in the student's, uh, student, student information system. Oh. So essentially he was, he went in, he found the flaw, he pointed it out to them 
And, and then um, that was that was all well and good. And that was all well and good. Where he made his mistake. Where he made his mistake was his information's in the system too, so you can realize that he'd be a little bit anxious mm-hmm. about this. But they told him, "Okay, we got it. Don't do anything else." And two days later, he tried to get in again and found out that the flaw wasn't was fixed. Not fixed. So forty jumped on so, him for oh, you you inappropriately accessed information. You're expelled. Right. And mm. so because he went back in and retested after the flaw, after they said, it. no, they didn't say they fixed it. Mm-hmm. They said, we've got it. We're handling it. Got it. Don't go in again. So they mm. warned him specifically not to go in again. And he did. Oh. So it gets gray. Never mind in that, that anyone could walk right in because this was a, apparently a gaping and well-documented security hole. Oh, right. Wow. Right. Although I will say that it's a zero-day exploit. So... It, it, you know, as I said, there's gray area, but mm-hmm. it's been interesting to watch as as the community, as as uh, both the hacker community and um, you know just the general security community have kind of come down on the this um, the response of the institution for mm-hmm. being so quick. Um, of course, now he has a job with the company that builds the. He, he was actual given an system. Offer. He was given an offer. He hadn't responded to that yet, and he's been given a scholarship offer from that company as well to complete his education elsewhere. Oh, since that's he was, awesome! Since he was expelled from the university. Oh, wow! So now, at the same time, it's sometimes hard to get accepted to other universities when you, when you have an expulsion on, on your record. record. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens. But he was a computer science student, and I thought it was really interesting just to see how everybody kind of gets. You know, everybody gets up in arms. And then you tie that in with uh, Aaron Schwartz, yeah, yeah. Um, the co-founder of Reddit, who um, also created RSS. RSS, yeah. yeah. Helped create RSS um, 1.0. Yeah. And his, his suicide um, and all of the things that were going on with him. You know, I don't know what yeah. his individual, what his private problems were, but I do know that, that the lawsuit... Um, not lawsuit. The charges that had been filed against him from the prosecutor's office in uh, Cambridge, Mass, was not helping. Well, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of information there, and it's, but it boils down to disproportionate response to basically because he, taken. yeah, he basically he data mined information that he had been granted access to, right, through it, MIT's uh, online journals. He just wrote a script that accessed it in its entirety. Right. And it's and they were public documents. These are things that are available to the public that they that people just got bent out of shape that he found a way to get them efficiently and give them away for free. Right. right. So he was going to. He never actually published them for free to anybody mm-hmm. else. It's, he it's, was it's, going to, but then they told him not to and he returned all of the files. Mm-hmm. So they never went public. But then the prosecutor's office got wind of it because MIT Once, had contacted them. Right. Basically the local people were basically going to say slap on the wrist, suspended sentence right. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then the fe- the feds arrived and said, "No, we're going to make an example of this guy." Yeah. And basically drove him to suicide. Well, we don't know I don't know what his note looked like. I don't know what his personal well, problems were, but I do know pretty, that he faced almost clear. three decades in prison. Right. Yeah, but he also, I mean, he had a lot of documented cases like, um, 
stereotypical with somebody who's genius. He had mm-hmm. some definite some emotional, mental problems right. to go along with it. And yeah, the burden of a three decade prison sentence. Looms I'm sure over you. facing if you had depression you. issues, that would not, not help. be very cathartic right. to that. Right. So, but I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing. I'm looking at these two cases, and I'm looking at this response. This over this disproportionate response to the actions of online activists Mm -hmm. and even individuals who are simply trying to help. Right. So if, if, you know, you walk up to someone and, and, you know, point out to them, Hey dude, your door's unlocked, then they can do whatever they want with it. Cause it's not your information and your stuff inside their house. Mm-hmm. But when it's your information and your stuff mm-hmm. in there, then and, and you're not locking the door and my stuff's in there, dude. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And your commitment says you're going to lock this door. Yeah, you, you, you know, you, to lock you the door. Right. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where I'm just, I, I'm seeing this and I'm wondering culturally how the evolution is going to take place where we reach a place of, or will we reach a place of balance with respect to... Well, I mean, the, the, the analogy you come up online with Online activism. From... If you ever saw The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Sure. You know, they had the idea of, you can take as much as the strongest man can carry. Right. And they think they're limiting them that, you know, well, he'll only be able to carry a couple of chests of gold. And mm. then they bring the strongest man in the world and he carries the entire vault away. Yeah. Right. That's what happened with Aaron Schwartz. You can have all the access you want because we think you can only take so much. Right. And he shows up with a flatbed truck and hauls everything away. And like we didn't know that flatbed trucks existed. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're bad for bringing a flatbed truck that we didn't know existed. You go now. You eat for four hours. You eat for four hours. <laughs> you know. Suddenly, John Panette's here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but that's basically it. Is they yeah. they, they thought that you know it was a self controlling mechanism. He was smarter than them. Yep. And. What the the troublesome part of this, and, and read it because you should know what's going on in the legal system, especially if you are a person who's active in in technology, infor- in technology and information exchange, because this could affect you. Um, is this feeling that no, it, they're they're trying to stop the hackers by making examples of people, and they really chose the wrong, wrong instance to try and make an example of someone. And it had a horrifyingly bad ending to it. Right. And we are now short one genius. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I mean, it, it's, I think MIT bears a level of responsibility for this, but the reality is that it was the feds that got out of hand because MIT was willing to drop the charges. They were ready to go. They were ready. Yeah, they everything were like, was done. on the wrist. It yeah. was proportional to what actually went right. down. And right. everything was done so on their side. We don't want to let it go because we really would like to, to tell people, no, this is not really okay. Yeah. It's not a cool Well, I think in MIT's right. case, it had, the, it had something to do with where he set up a workstation in a closet. Right. Right. They told him, don't do that, right. and he continued right. to do it. So that was right. where the infringement happened. But they responded in proportion sure and to that's that. what i mean yeah and it was that moment of well i didn't actually steal your stuff and right. publish it right and again right? so i carried the goods to the store i picked but, up the cd player or whatever carried it to the edge of the store but i didn't walk out but i get where mit came from to say right. we told you to we don't cease let it go. you didn't cease break right. the rules that's breaking the rule right. we have you on video coming in and but checking we're not this gonna, computer we're, we right. mit are not going to try and send you to prison for 30 years sure exactly right. yeah right yeah. we think, wanted to give you a one-year suspended yeah. sentence and that's but then fine these other people showed up and we lost control of right, the situation. right they right. said 
federal yeah. indictment right. and, and right. off the rails. Bend over. So read up on Aaron Swartz, S W A R T Z. Yep. Um, yeah. It's all over and the internet. Yeah, I would pay attention to it because I think it's going to be interesting to see where because this they're goes. Because they're making law and they're, they're, uh, the enforcement's, a, again, yet again, our society is out of sync with where our technology has taken us. No, technology. our law is out of sync law, with where as, our technology of, has as taken us. Law but, as an aspect of our society. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, it's, it is interesting to see what's going on there. Yeah. But, and that kind of, kind of goes along with people not actually planning for the response they're going to get goes along with this um, petition <laughs> on the White House website. This was, this oh, was yeah. a petition as the response, which I, I, I right. feel good about. Amazing. I feel good about So our, someone else, I've had my steps. You feel steps, good about I've, our administration? Yes. 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 That they took it in spirit and responded I, in kind. I, I, have, I have been on my, uh, my talking stool, so I'll step down and let someone else talk about this because it's awesome. Who wants the Death Star? Oh, I actually, since we're going right towards our call-in topic, I think we right. probably should discuss a little bit of our call-in topic. Oh yeah, we're kind of on yeah. time. Oh, by the way, we're not going to take another break. Uh, right. We're just going to we're just going to take right. So one maybe big we should get our yeah. opinions out on it and then open up the phone lines. So okay. we have J.J. Abrams, at least for the moment. There's mm-hmm. plenty of time for this to change, but apparently yeah. is the declared director of Star Trek episode Star Wars. See, I'm already messing it up. Star, Star Wars. Wars episode seven. We're screwed. Uh, to yeah. yet be <laughs> to yet be named. Right. They both uh, have star in the name. Star something. something. Continuation. This of... is like crossing the streams, though. <laughs> well, that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, is it? How just how do you feel about them continuing it with Disney at the helm, and with now J.J. Abrams being the one to to bring the whatever screenplay is written to life? I personally am okay with it, but I'm not thrilled. I like what J.J. Abrams did with Star Trek. I think a lot of it is going to depend on this next movie, though. I want to see how in, Into Darkness turns out. And the trailers look fairly Everything looks great so far. Mm-hmm. But a good trailer does not guarantee a good movie. But, yeah, that's for sure. You know, on a certain level, and I don't know if he'll bring the same style to it, but on I a certain not. level, Star Trek has become more of a action, let's go, do stuff, and mm-hmm. not as deep in the story or maybe the social aspects that the older star treks tried to cover i mean right. you know tongue-in-cheek yeah like uh um episode four where they're dealing with environmental issues and right. that stuff nonetheless the forget episode four yeah i mean <laughs> you look at the depth i mean whales uh, the whales uh, oh, there's, some the funny, whales. there's some funny there's some funny to it it was such a bad why how do we know we didn't invent the thing right right oh. hello computer um hello, computer. <laughs> which would work now but I mean, yes, look, it would. <laughs> but look at the, uh, I mean, the best Star Wars film, Empire. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty solid story that goes through a movie that has a lot of action, but yeah. it's a really solid story. And develops characters and yeah. takes them to new places and puts them in situations that they haven't dealt with before. And so they do a really good job with the story. And I agree. For mm-hmm. me, I look at it kind of the way I look at um, Josh Whedon's Avengers. Mm-hmm. Chris Nolan's Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Avengers is awesome. It's big. It's in your face. There's really cool, great popping dialogue. It's a lot of fun. But there's something going on. Nolan's is 
serious business. And I almost would like Star Wars because maybe it's because of the last three episodes. Mm -hmm. I would like some serious (laughs) business. (laughs) (laughs) And so I kind of feel J.J. Abrams falls more in the Josh Whedon realm of it's going to be great. It's going to be an experience. But it's not going to be quite the serious business that uh, like Nolan's Batman movies brought to the brought to light. So that's my take. You know, I'm sitting here. I'm listening to to Grail, and I'm um, I'm realizing that his off the cuff answers in some ways are better than my thought through, <laughs> planned out, considered answers, and I I feel so inadequate. much inadequate to answer this question now. Um, so I, I understand the concern. I am a little... Uh, they are different universes, and I do want to see a different style coming into play. I want to see a true Star Wars style, right? And that's everything from the ships and the lighting and the mm-hmm. costume and the pacing of the film. Um, I agree. I would want to go back to the first couple of films to the original well, star wars the and continuation Empire, beyond um, as opposed to you know the more recent star wars films um i think if he can do that it's going to be awesome i think regardless it will be fun uh i do think we're going to see lens flares sadly <laughs> um although it would be interesting to see if he could do a movie without them it could happen it could probably happen, not. but probably not. Yes. Don't hold your breath. So, um, and again, I don't know who the actors are going to be, but if right. he makes is, good actor way, choices, way early, yeah. And he, you know, really does a good job with the scripting and the dialogue. Yeah, and I mean, I think he's shown good choice in actors with the Star Trek. Yeah, he did. Yes. Yeah, he did. So I have some faith there for sure. Well, and it remains to be seen if they're even going to be recasting. Right. They may fast forward it to an appropriate time where the original actors can return, and most of them have expressed a, an interest, interest if they were asked to return to reprise their roles. So you could see Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Luke Skywalker at the ages of the actors now, and then they're there, I would assume, mostly as window dressing and then we look down and we follow the adventures of their children. Right. Well, and that's the same where way I think Spock. That's where I think is going to be the biggie because obviously we all like the old characters and we all like the actors that played the old characters. I mean, it, it's wonderful to have them in the movie, but I think the real important decisions on the actors are going to be the new characters. Mm-hmm. But again, he recasted no. the original Star Trek characters. I know, and I'm going to well, and, right. I, and I think he's going to do a great job on the new yeah. characters. That's where I was getting at is the real because he's going to need to move on with these new right. characters and these new characters right. are going to have to They're going to be the basis for so the, the new. The question though is are there going to be new new characters or are they going to be a recasting of Luke, Leia, Han, Chewbacca? That, I mean Chewbacca that, you can do no stick, problem. Stick a guy in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got to have the voice though. Got to have the voice. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so I think that's going to be what makes or breaks it for me. I think if he does a really good job with the story, obviously, yep. cuz I'm a story gal, and if he can Aren't we all? And if he can cast the really really good characters whatever they happen to be in this movie, the way he did with um, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Then I think he would be a good choice. But I'm... It's hard to judge because we don't know I'm what waiting. form. Yes. Sure. We don't know if they're going to go with immediately after Return of the Jedi and recast younger actors to carry the story forward or if they're going to go 
with no, we we are far in the future after Return of the Jedi, and hey, here's Luke Skywalker played by Mark Hamill, and here's Han Solo, Harrison Ford, yeah, and, and their baby. Can we accidentally devastate the Ewok planet? <laughs> Just accidentally. There's no accident. It's just a moon. They can have <laughs> it's a, just moon. a moon. <laughs> the yeah. moons of Endor. I gotta say, it's they it's... relocate the Gungan population there, and then they're in terrible <laughs> accident. accident. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, I we have I, our space trail of tears. <laughs> I'm better with J.J. Abrams than if they'd come and said we're gonna get the director from like Twilight New Moon oh, or geez, something like on. that. I mean. At least it's somebody that has a background in sci-fi. My gut hurts. I feel like it'll be good. I, I think it'll, it'll be, be good. Sci-fi. I think yes. it'll definitely be good. It's just, you know, the levels of good. Mm-hmm. So, No, I mean, I, I would have been, being a Joss fanboy, I would have loved to have seen him just because he, with Firefly, captured the, the same kind of feeling of Star Wars of the well-used and well-worn universe. That's one thing that's been, they're pointing out in the IRC is the Star IRC Trek. is a bunch of Nazis today, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they just are. Wanted to just want to just that out. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> stop I, stop I, calling I, a beloved director by the wrong name. Well, I said Josh. No, you said Josh. Well, I, like, I, like I mentioned... <laughs> Cheers. This is the second Newcastle. I probably <laughs> made it not roll off right. I know his name is Joss. And but anyway. Newcastle-did-did-did. <laughs> We don't care. But Damn it, Jim. The one of the things about oh, the Star wait, Wars universe one. has always been, you know, it looks lived in. It's yeah. always been a really neat place of you know, you believe that people sure. exist there because they're there's beat up parted out you know, speeders on blocks in front of Moss Eisley Spaceport. And the current Star Trek reboot is the exact opposite of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is the shiny, clean world. The bridge is basically an iPod on steroids. Yeah. Right. And it's the, so it's kind of the polar opposite of what Star Wars has always been to me, which is the lived-in universe. And I look at uh, Firefly and Serenity, and that was a really good rendition of a really lived-in lived in. universe. So if Which, Joss... on a quick note, I finally watched all Firefly. Yeah, he finally did ah. it. Yep. You finally and you, made it and through. And you also mourned for its passing. Of this could have been really good if it. Had you know, been I chance. think because I didn't watch it when it was on air, mm-hmm. it was actually easier for me to just go, "Okay, that's done," and yeah. watch Seren- I rewatched Serenity then and said, "Oh wow, yeah, there's a lot more I get out of this yeah. movie now," and said, "Okay, that's a nice and way they, to they, wrap they it they up." They did a decent. Yeah, they wrapped up the, the I, major story. I line. enjoyed it, but at the same time, it was easier for me to un- to accept the fact that it was no longer on air. Right. So. At least you knew you would have closure because, okay, Serenity exists. Yeah, right. Exactly. right. Exactly. We're really like, no. Yeah, like, what the hell? hell? He's going yeah. somewhere with this. God damn it. But anyway. Um, yes, Barry B. A. Lucasfilm refers to the Star Wars style as the used future, and that's, that's what I was thinking of. Right. Um, yeah. So I hope they go for – that was one of the things that annoyed a lot of people about episodes one, two, and three is they were shiny and clean. Yeah. Right. But that was always the division stylistically in the first Star, Star Wars films was everything that the Empire had, shiny, clean, perfect, yeah. mm-hmm. wearing hats. Wearing hats. <laughs> <laughs> we are civilized. We're, we have hats. We have hats. <laughs> Listen to the commentary tracks and you will realize that the bad guys wear hats. Really? That's, that's, yes. Well, that's actual rules yes. in the Joss Whedon universe. Yep, bad guys And you wear go hats. back and you look yeah. at his stuff, Yeah, and the bad guys all wear hats. You notice that Jane wears a hat. Yeah. Um, he was in a 
He was. He, he was wasn't so a nice guy. Borderline bad guy. Yeah. That's why he wears a floppy. Yeah, hat. the floppy. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> not as not as clean. It's, but, it's not and, a clean and, put and together hat. And it's also knitted, so it's kind of you know warm and fuzzy. Yeah. So you yeah you get the. You're getting it. You're yeah. getting it. Yeah. 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 You um, got to make the choices here. But you look at Star Wars. The original three movies, and sure. you know, the Death Star and all the Star Destroyers were shiny floors and clean oh, yeah. and everything. And the start, the episodes one, two, and three, where you realize, okay, the Republic is becoming the Empire mm-hmm. as we watch. Everything was shiny and clean because everything was pretty much becoming what would be the Galactic Empire. So I get it, but it lost a lot of that soul and that feeling of the well-used yeah. future that. Because when you look at what Lucas was talking about at the time, he was like, I wanted these, these starfighters to have kind of a handcrafted feel to them. Right. So you had the Nebu fighters do this kind of these funky hot roddy car type things. And yeah, but they also are really, really clean and shiny. And where's my X-Wing? I yeah. Mean, I, want, yeah. I want my X-Wing. And this right. is not an X-Wing. Um, so I hope that J.J. airs on the side of the used future and is able to to leave behind his Star Trek shiny iPodness. Yeah. yeah. It depends Definitely. where he goes with the story. Well, what story he's handing, because he has but, no control of the story. He's not yeah, writing it. Right, right. So it, it, a lot will depend on that. I mean, if he's doing the Zon books, then you should actually see the dirty we folks. We would be so Zon lucky books, to get the please. Timothy Zon books. But really, the, awesome. the dirty, dilapidated folks yes. should be the Empire. Yeah. Because they've been on the run now for a, for long, time a long time and, and living well, I mean, off of one star base. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, but then... Or one actual manufacturing port for their, right. their ships. For their ships, yeah. So I, we should be so lucky for them to base it on the Zon oh, novels, yeah. but I doubt it. I doubt it, too. All, in, all indications are that it's, it's an all-original script. Um, we shall see. So that's our feelings. Now let's open the phones. Open the phones. Dust off your copies of Skype and point them at VTW Shows, or you can go to the front page of VTWProductions.com and look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm Online icon. Click on that, and you may join us on the air. And tell us if you are looking forward to the continuation under the guidance of Disney, and as it turns out, uh, J.J. Abrams, um, or if you fear it, and also what fat loot you got for Christmas. Yeah. And I would like Barry to actually link the... uh the article that we didn't get to read about the response to the Death Star. Oh, that's right. yeah. Because I really a... feel like you guys really need to read that. It, it's really, really funny. And it's yeah, the an official actually... response to the Death Star. Yeah. Um, to us, to petition. asking for, yes. Uh, we, we would like the U.S. We to, would fund, like the the US to fund the Death Star. So if Barry can link that, I think you guys should read it. It's a really good read. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? Hi. It's Talia. Hey, Talia. Talia. How goes? Uh, pretty good, actually. A little bit sick, but it's all okay. See, we know thousands about that. of miles away, and he's sick, too. Yeah. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's winter. Yes. Well, well, I think it can work about J.J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. The man has some skills, and I think he... Well, here's the thing with J.J. Abrams. He's a, he has an ego. He has a huge ego. That's, not, that, that's a point, but you think? he... He listens to people, and the biggest problem I had with the old Star Wars movie was if you see the making of the first Star Wars movie, it's, he's basically he's surrounded by people who yes-men. And so, yeah, this is yes, good. Mr. Lucas. And, yes, Mr. Lucas. Oh, that's wonderful, Mr. Yes, Lucas. Yes, Mr. Lucas. And then nobody's saying 
George, look. No. The sad No. No, no Misa. No Misa nothing. No. Oh, jeez. No, but because there are stories about, you know, the second Star Wars movie, Empire, where, where I think was uh, Harrison Ford who basically said to the George Lucas, look, we're going to change this line because it, it, it's not working. And he had so a director, Erwin Kirchner, right. who was open yeah. to that kind of thing. That's why it was freaking awesome because Kirchner was and a great Kirch- director. Kirchner's working with him. And I, no, it's Lawrence Cash, Cash Dad. He's working with this next Star Wars movie. So that can work. Just cash and down the writer. Getting, get, getting the old, getting the old gang back together. Remember Encounter at Farpoint, where mm-hmm. you had um, the hand on. Yeah. right? Yep. The Forrest Kelly coming on for one minute. Yep, can work. So oh, no, I, I can see them if they do put it in the future where the actors can you know come in without extensive makeup and sure. be themselves and say you know, so they have a scene where Master Skywalker is. Training the new younglings, yeah, and and, and, and Sky- Hanan- Skywalker dies. Skywalker dies the same way that Obi Wan Kenobi dies, and he goes into the Force. Eh? Can work <laughs> as soon as possible. Oh, you're already killing him off. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> within the first yeah, two minutes, yeah. Talia. <laughs> no, no, but here's the thing. Um, most of the, most of my belief is going to be regarding the next Star Wars, Star Trek movie, because. Star Trek 2009, good Star Trek movie, not mm-hmm. the best, not the worst, but it's compared to Nemesis, which was a disaster, or it's yeah. compared to the slow motion picture. Oh, yeah. But this one... <laughs> I've never heard it called that before, but this completely yeah. accurate and awesome. Yeah. This, this one, Into Darkness, it's going to be compared to Wrath of Khan. But yeah, right. yes. I, think they knew, I think they knew there was going to be compared to Wrath of Khan, so they've gone for a Wrath of Khan vibe, possibly including Khan. Right. Yeah, and Look, Wrath of Khan, good Star Trek movie. I've good sci fi movie? Quite a lot lately. Good movie in general. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and can I do one last thing? It's not sure. about Star Trek. Yeah. Um, Rel- so, um, Relic was bought over by Sega. Okay. Okay. Sega? If anybody of Sega is listening to this, maybe in the future. And we know they are. <laughs> Homeworld 3. <laughs> mm, can't have too many Homeworld games. Especially with, give, me, give me more good, good soundtrack Look, and good 3D. I know, you, I know you're doing 40K games. Battlefield Gothic would be nice. Some, some Dawn of War 3 would also be good. Homeworld 3. Just asking. Nothing more. <laughs> Not asking. Telling. Is that, is that Not asking, Christmas I'm telling. wish? Yeah. <laughs> it's, if, if, if Sega gives us Homeworld 3 and... The, I, I, I'm still getting my head around this of Sega being awesome at PC games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, oh yeah, it's Sega and they make PC games. Yeah, yeah, it's Sonic. No, no, no. Sega mm. actually is making good PC games yeah, like yeah. Uh, Total War. Uh, right, yeah, the Total War is and then incredible. The, they're making Total War Warhammer medieval stuff. Really? So, yeah, yeah, Total War medieval. Oh. Not 40k, medieval. Mm. So, Sega, Homeworld. Three. Right. Bring it on. Just ask. All right, thank you for calling. I'm going to kick you to the curb. And Hi. welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? It's Boba. Hey, Hi, Boba. Boba. I get to say welcome to the show, Boba Fetish. How's it going, CH? We are still kicking, apparently. Mm-hmm. This is a good thing. I've missed you guys for the last Oh, well, we missed you, too. I just I missed, <laughs> I missed having the excuse to say your name into a microphone, Boba Fetish. <laughs> so, Boba Fetish, how do you feel about this week's call-in topic? 
get the JJ off my Star Wars. Ah. <laughs> Interesting. You're not and, confident, huh? And why? He, that man likes to play, play footloose and fancy free with his storylines just a little too much for my liking. Mm. Now, he his, had writing control over Star Trek. He's not going to have writing control over Star Wars. Does that make you feel any better? That's pretty much my only hope, but still, the lens flare joke is <laughs> my only hope. It is the Obi Wan of You're, you're my only hope. That is too awesome. <laughs> yep. And just imagine all the lightsaber battles with lens flares. Oh, oh God. Hopefully, they'll give, they'll give him a, a half blind cinematographer who can't. Uh, no, that would make them worse because they'd, they'd be even brighter. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think that went through. Yeah, I heard the rumor blew up. I think it was late Wednesday, yep. early Thursday, and I hoped out. for two days that it was just a false rumor. But unfortunately, even StarWars.com posted it late Friday. So There's still plenty of time for it to change, though. Yep, yeah, super bad wasn't, wasn't bad, but it was still, he played around with the original scripts. Star Trek, of course, was a total reboot. and It's like, come on. George did enough for rebooting the entire Star Wars universe. I don't need the entire cantina filled with everybody shooting first beforehand does. <laughs> <laughs> Though I would love for them to make some kind of joke about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Hand definitely Where, where Harrison Ford clearly shoots someone first for some reason. No. Just, <laughs> just, 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 goes, just have yeah. the character admit it. That he did. Yeah. On screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I shot that guy. Yeah. Have, no, have <laughs> one of Greedo's relatives come to settle the score <laughs> and have him just quick draw on him. Bam. I was like, what is it with you guys? Yeah. Like, Never learn to shoot first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always talk first. Disney, I know you're listening. Write it down. Write it down now. <laughs> Just all of them look at the camera, break the fourth wall. <laughs> what? Suck it, George. <laughs> you don't own us anymore. Now you know if there's not a character named George in this movie who actually gets something done. Mm, some, some kind of no. large bearded alien with like four necks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? Well, it's bad enough that, star- that George did appear in episode three, so hey. <laughs> Where was he hiding in there? I don't remember him having a cameo. He was, it, he was actually in the um, uh, opera scene. Okay. He was one oh. of the aliens. Who wasn't in that? In... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the opera, opera screen. Him and one of his kids was in that same scene. Oh, wow. There were wow. the guards. Well, I mean, if I owned Star Wars, I would want to insert myself <laughs> at some point. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> I better just... have the coolest Star Wars outfit ever. Yep. It's also it's just kind of fun to to, to watch for the Peter Jackson uh, cameos in all of his movies. By the way, at some point in the background, there better be like hanging in a closet somewhere, or maybe mounted on a wall in Han and Leia's house, the slave girl outfit. Because <laughs> 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 right. I don't want Carrie Fisher to wear it again. <laughs> I oh, just no. want to no, see God. it <laughs> and or have better. that remembrance, and have Han just give it a look and go. Oh, yeah. No, I want to have someone <laughs> walk, walk by in a similar outfit and, and, and go, hey, honey, you remember when? <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, the uh, remains of the carbonite chamber oh, as a coffee table in their living room. <laughs> <laughs> they put the glass over it. <laughs> the glass yep. over it. Nice. Oh, if, they, if they hadn't, if they hadn't killed off Boba Fett, have Boba Fett encased in carbonite yeah. at their table. There you go. No, 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 no. Boba Fett is not dead. Don't make me go there on you people. Ah, <laughs> uh, is that comic book canon? I'm not sure. That's 
book canon, not comic books. Well, they've re- they wrote them back in anyway. That's another conversation for another time, and they're He's queuing they're queuing up here in in Skype. Yeah. So, thank you for calling in, so that I could say your name, Boba Fett. <laughs> bye, Boba. Bye, Boba. Have bye. a great week. And welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? Hey guys, it's Aid here. Hey, I hey. knew I could count on you to come caress the ears of the women folk. <laughs> well, somebody's got to, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> crash into the table. You should probably be about it then. And how are you feeling about this call-in topic? I, I'm probably about very similar to Boba. Um, trepidation. V- yeah, trepidation. I did enjoy Star Trek, but that Star Trek wasn't. It was a reboot, and it was a good reboot, but it wasn't like anything else. And he isn't trying to make it look any, like anything else. You, you can't do that with Star, Star Wars. Especially when you it know, is it, a sequel. It is not a reboot. This is the yes. next movie in the franchise beyond Return of the Jedi. Right. right. Exactly. Um, I would love it to be the Timothy Zahn things, but we know it ain't going to be. Why not? I know. Why so not? Great. You don't because even do any work. They were, like written, they were written as screenplays. You can yeah. tell. Yes. Yeah. It's too much like common sense. It's too good a story. You don't expect it to actually be played out. Just have to change the ending. I hated the way they killed Throne. Yeah, that was I, that was ridiculous. I, I thought like Zon, he wrote himself into a corner. He made him too badass, and he just like, oh, we'll just have the Nogashi kill him or whatever the guys. Yeah, the I thought cat this, people. I thought the seeds from, from that were laid very carefully throughout yeah, the story. It just felt like it was yeah, artfully. When dumb. you have somebody that's that dominant, it's really hard to like. How do I get rid of this guy? It's like, well, we'll just have this cat person killed. Well, the last one we threw down in a reactor, you know, a reactor core. Well, yeah, exactly. That's that's serious. <laughs> oh, business. Awesome. That, that is a death, though. That's a death. The other one was kind of oh, yeah. like anticlimactic. Since they were throwing him down the reactor shaft, I wanted him to splat on the windshield of the yeah. Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like this guy could see things coming based on yep. the fact these people wrote stick figures instead of, you know, Picasso figures. Right. And he couldn't see this Nagashi assassin coming for him. It's like, give me a break. Mm-hmm. No, Grand Admiral Thrawn, yeah. one of the great bad guys, and I wish we could see him on the big screen. We could, we could deb- on the other hand, we might see Mara Jade, and I'm sure that would yeah. make Ken very happy. Yes, I love her. <laughs> That'd be all right. <laughs> you mean the future Mrs. Skywalker? Yes. Yeah. No, I think yes. she is a, a decent character. I liked her a lot. She was, she a good was character. An interesting. I mean, yeah. and they've set the, especially when you look at the um, Clone Wars animated series, they certainly set the stage for multiple secret apprentices to have been hey, coming yeah. out of the world all over the everywhere. Yeah. All the Sith constantly breaking the uh, the rules. I hate that. It's so annoying. Yeah, it was a little bit. It's, I mean, I, I do like I do like the Clone Wars stuff, and I'm echoing like mad. We've got singing in the back. No, it's, uh, yeah. it's all gone, because <laughs> I forgot to, to remove the extra break. Oh, the extra oh. break. It's all gone yeah. now. Okay. You were saying Um... It. Where was I again? <laughs> I know. <laughs> the music far, far away. Skullcrusher Mountain just uh, just kind of set you off pace. Huh? No, it wasn't that. It was just a real echo in the background thought of me. Uh, don't <laughs> matter. Um, and I've, I've totally lost where it was. Uh, it's, oh, it's all right. Just start, re- just start, start reading your, uh, local, your local phone books of the, so that Daxa can be fulfilled. <laughs> it, it has been a month. So it yes. has been a month. <laughs> Uh, oh, I could always read the John. I could always read IRC. There you go. Ah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> you you don't happen to know Italian, do you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right. So that's a good point. Um, have, we haven't had a shout out from Agrius Hestub yet, have you, for, for Ambrosia Hartnett? Uh, but no. standing by in the background, hello, you're on the air. Yes, I am here, actually. <laughs> Get it done. You got one I'm minute. I'm waiting my turn. Yep. You go, boy, because we're almost out of time. Hit it. 60 seconds. Go. Shout out to my loving girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett. Shout out so, so given. So given. And how do you I'll feel about here. the call-in topic? Real quick. Uh, real quick. Uh, pretty much I agree with most of what everybody else is saying. It's uh, I'm going. Uh, when I first heard of the sale to the Mouse Kingdom of uh, the acquisition of Star Wars, I'm like, okay, well... They have the money and the revenue to put it in the hands of somebody who probably can't do a worse of a job than Lucas. So, mm-hmm. here's hoping. It doesn't yeah. take a lot, that. Oh, yeah, well, exactly. Well, keep in mind, the bar is low. Uwe Boll is not dead. So, yeah. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we can all say we all know we're going to see it. They will get our money. Yeah, they're going to get our money at nights. least once. Yeah, and exactly. if it's good, yeah. they'll get our money more than once. Yeah. Oh, you exactly. know it. Exactly. I mean, I have to, I've seen The Hobbit three times already, um, twice in IMAX. How was the IMAX rendering of that? I, well, they call it IMAX. I'm not, I'm not convinced I'd say it's IMAX, yeah. but they say it's IMAX. It, it's a big screen, and it was very big, and it was the 48 frames a second, and it was very, mm. very pretty. Okay. So yeah, I want to see it in that. The 48 frames per second is, is striking. Um, okay, so we saw the 3D 48 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the only way you can see the 48 frames. And um, I, I thought it was actually quite dark. Yeah. I, I only have vision in one eye. I only got half the lumens. Yeah. So the movie kind of looked like it was taking place to, on towards Twilight. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> we, we spent I a lot of time it, underground. Yeah, so I, saw, <laughs> I saw it later in 2D and I was like, oh, there, there it is. It is. There you go. <laughs> That's what it was supposed so, to look like. Oh, when you were mentioning about George appearing in his film, I was thinking about, you know, have George appearing looking like the King Orc. <laughs> that's awesome nice I hadn't realized they had cast him in the yeah, exactly. I know seriously <laughs> I am basically a god <laughs> oh. that ain't right kid don't do drugs All I right, suspect need... that our dog is tearing apart, apart the, uh, alcohol and the door there alright we need to wrap this up because the emperor is knocking upon our door oh, saying yeah. What are you people doing back from break? I'm used to having free reign. Knock, 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 Get knock, off knock. of my streams. The casuals have returned. The casuals have right. returned, then you can't kick me off. Ha ha. We'll stream all over, Emperor. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Back off. Uh-huh. Fear my incoming stream. That's right. Don't dodge, do dodge. Dodge, dive, dive. Yeah, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. dodge. Five Ds of dodgeball. Dodge Works a wrench. First for streams as well. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a stream. But anyway. All right, guys, thanks for calling in. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for having us, casuals. See you. Bye, guys. See ya. And you are listening to Casually Hardcore Live and Versus World Radio. And it's just a couple of hours of your life. You just ain't getting back. We shall now next weekend. I'm assuming we're not going to be seeing the two of you. Nope. Super Bowl. There's a football game on. Yeah, there's a Super Bowl Sunday coming yeah. on. I said it before you showed up today. Super I looked at my Bowl. husband uh, at Actually, Gnome good, Wise and said, good looking game we're too. not going to see them next week. Yeah. So right. we'll see what actually we get managed to get on the air, if anything. So if. We'll get something on the air, nah. I'm sure, as long as I'm in town. Those of you who are football-oriented, enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. 
And coming up next, live on Versus the World Radio, The Emperor's Court, your three-hour break from internet porn. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we have been back. And it is good to be back. We will catch you guys next time. And we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.